don't need to do this. Come home, Bron. You know you've always wanted to be together. Follow me, Bron. You know we've always wanted to be together. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Yes! You just made the list! And hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stuart My name is Joshua Plummer. And what a surprise, we're back again for another review of a WWE pay-per-view. Um, obviously, we haven't... I don't think, have we done one for a while? I mean, I can't remember the last one we did, because it's... Um, I believe it was... I think the last one we did was an NXT TakeOver in your house. I remember we did three in uh, Succession, succession, like, like uh, three in three weeks. We were quite productive for a change. Yeah, was that Backlash, NXT TakeOver in your house, and AEW Double or Nothing? Yeah, and I, I mm-hmm. remember that. It's just like every other... Surpri- surprising went well. Um, but yeah, so, so we d- yeah, haven't been back since... What, back, yeah, Backlash then. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, obviously this one... As always with these kind of pay views, it's kind of like these kind of things WWE now. It feels like it's one of those shows where it's like, oh, it's on. Oh, we've got to watch it. Oh, I totally forgot it's on. Um, that's what I feel with the WWE show sometimes when when you're not 100% invested in it. You just forget, oh, it's on this Sunday. Yeah, especially at midweek uh, or in the build-up, especially those first like two or three weeks of build, not really following kind of what's going on until maybe... Um, the, the the week of I, I didn't watch like any Smackdown at all any highlights at all I think I caught a little bit of Raw but there wasn't really anything new or like massive development well that's that's the problem with it now it's like uh, we're talking about ages it's just like it's not that kind of you don't miss anything anymore that's probably why people don't like not a lot of people watch it anymore <laughs> so because it's like yeah. what you, you can skip it for like nearly two months and you can watch the pay per view and it's like oh okay I kind of yeah Kind of, I can kind of watch it, so it's fine. Yeah, it's gone on the days of the Attitude Era where you had to tune in each and every week to find out what the hell is going on. Yeah, God, we do miss those days, right? Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, I know people. Go, I don't want to be that person. Go back to those days, but it's yeah. just um, you miss that kind of like you have to watch it. or You're going to miss something type feeling. Yeah, and it's all cram packed within two hours as well, or an hour and a half. It's basically watching an action movie, uh, watching an old Raw and old SmackDown, but. You're doing now like three hours. Like Jesus Christ, this is dragging. You know? Yeah. But um, well, funny fact about this pay view is it. For one thing, it's like uh, was noticed from the overall overall of it. It's just it's really short. I mean, another short pay per view. Yeah, surprisingly short. Um, particularly the last match where it was rumored that it was going to be it, like at least half an hour long. It didn't. It ran just under 20 minutes yeah that was a weird one that i mean we're getting to obviously it's always we'll get into that but um mm-hmm. yeah i mean the funny thing um obviously with this one was obviously they had the the only kickoff show match they had was the uh they added it like last minute yep uh was uh kev was it kevin owens versus uh bunny murphy yes um yeah again but it's, it's, it's more of a sort of bring it up situation more than actually just talking about the match because <laughs> isn't it kind of weird that kevin owens is just on a pre-show match i mean are they dropping the ball with him again? Uh, I guess so. Uh, maybe it's something similar to NXT where you've got Tommaso Ciampa. Why the hell has he gone? Um, that apparently creative have nothing for him. Um, but, like, but you've got 
yeah, but you've got Kevin Owens doing, like, yeah, he's doing the Kevin Owens show, which is nice, but you'd rather see him, like, in a feud. Like, I, I loved it when he was, uh, especially when he was a heel. But, um, when they, and then he did the big face turn trying to be kind of this like Stone Cold Steve Austin like doing the stunner but yeah like at the moment he doesn't appear to be doing a lot and you know what he's doing I think he's doing well I mean the match was from what I saw the like, highlights of it was, was fine it was solid I can't remember too much about it um, uh, but there's one particular moment I think where he uh, he humorous, humorously uh, tweeted uh, about his thought process about a particular move where he was going to go for a a, a moonsault or a frog splash but then decided against it and just decided to do a uh, reverse or just a moonsault and land that which he hadn't done for like a while so okay that's a nice thought process there yeah so you could have went for the frog splash it's obviously not hard well it is hard but it's like it's not as hard as obviously doing a moonsault he's yeah worrying for uh, Buddy Murphy because he's a smart competitor great um, in-ring psychology um, that you always pretty much put their knees up to block it yeah, but I mean, obviously got the win. I mean, hopefully, uh, I mean, obviously I'll keep an eye on it, but it's just like, they better not be, de- it's like this guy should be, again, it's a story, I guess it's one of those stories, it's just, they're not doing anything with him and they should. They've got all this talent again and it's just mm-hmm. like, I mean, it could, this match, I, I would have put this on the main show personally, especially with the, we'll be getting to it later about the MVP and United States Championship thing. Yes. They could have, I mean, I don't like them just slapping matches in. Um, just for the sake of it, no. but I mean, if it's good and it's really good, I would have, I wouldn't have minded it. Especially with these two, you, you know, you, you could expect a brilliant match, really, because they're both really good at their craft. So, if you want new fans or casual fans to, because they put the the kickoff show on, I think free on YouTube as well. If you want the casual fans, um, to get the pay per view or new fans coming into buy the pay-per-view or get the WWE Network then yeah it's a good match to uh, to kick off with yeah but just maybe just because it means I have to go and watch the kickoff to watch it so maybe I'm just because 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 I'm the committee fan that I watch mm. I watch the pay-per-views don't have to be convinced to buy it because I'm going to watch it so yeah I'm just greedy I'm just greedy I just want I just want I wanted to see that match I might have to go back and watch it but yeah it's just I don't know. It's just unless some Kevin Owens is doing a thing against these two fighting like the the Monday Night Messiah or something because obviously Bunny Murphy's a, the one of the disciples. So maybe. yeah, I think yeah, I forget. Is it is it Kevin Owens, Aster Black, and Humberto Carrillo uh, and Rey Mysterio against the Monday Night Messiah, um, Bunny Murphy and Austin Theory? Um, I, I'm not t- quite sure. Uh, but again, uh, I guess in the same one listen to this, you'd be like, uh, sorry if this sounds like you wanted actually information from this. Um, no. I just thought I'd bring it up. Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, I think that's where they're going for it. But yeah, so obviously Kevin, Kevin Owens won that match. And that led into the main show. Um, whereas, um, again, again, it would be like some sort of tar- big title match or some sort of tag team match. And in this case, they always, in this case, um, they seem to always put the New Day first. Uh, to kick off the show so obviously we're talking about the tag team table match Mm -hmm. between obviously the Smackdown tag team champions The New Day and Mm -hmm. um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro I gotta be honest like the tape the table stipulation Uh, obviously if you've in our prediction league you uh, you were a bit confused about how it was working as well Um, yep I mean are you happy I mean I kind of disappointed with the stipulation it just being put one person through a table. Yeah, um, I, I I love the stipulation where if you go back to say like a really good example is uh, the opening match Survivor Series 2002 
I think it's uh, is it Jeff Hardy and Dudley Boys against Three Minute Warning. I think that's elimination. That's a that's a fun way to start the show. And if you've got a babyface team against a heel team, and a babyface team is suddenly put a disadvantage now two on one, now you get more emotionally invested. Uh, but now it's just the one, just one. You know, there's one table. Yeah, I mean, what, I've, what I was thinking of, I think it was, um, what was it, the Dudleys versus the Hardys in that uh, match at, uh, the first, was it the tables match at World Rumble 2000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the thing, that's when, they, that's when they done the sort of elimination thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like, it's, it's, it's a small gripe, because obviously tables matches do entertain without it, but, mm. I don't know, just, um, it just would have made it a bit more fun. Um, yeah. But, you know, so instead of it's one table, would have been nice to put like, two or like you know like both opponents and it yeah just there's more opportunity for story in that i think so than just one person going yeah. for the table but um yeah but i mean about the match i mean i think i can't really complain anything about this match it was quite for me it felt like it's when you think of like stipulation type matches it's quite standard for we in this kind of style mm-hmm. um you expect a certain level of just like um High flying, um, high flying moves. Um, a lot of counters. A lot of um, was it setting up tables, but they're not using them. Maybe using interesting ways to use the table, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's some interesting offense. I think in particular, uh, Kofi Kingston really stood up for me in this match. He just kind of switched like another gear, hitting those like drop kits on Shinsuke and then on Cesaro. He was all over the place, jumping around. Um, I'm not quite sure where he is there to showcase. Oh, by the way, I was a former world champion. Um, but now I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm world champion. Would you believe it? Um, but now he's now he's opening the show again and again and again. Wh- whether that's him, like trying to remind the audience, oh, I was a world champion. And it might lead to something else. Like one day, like potentially Braun Strowman comes back, Universal Champion. Um, Kofi could challenge maybe, uh, or um, Kofi was a lot more, I guess, like tenacious and aggressive. So does that mean like, New Day like? Maybe if they want to freshen up, maybe turn heel, perhaps. Um, just throwing that out there, maybe. I think for me, was it was it the Kofi situation? It's just like again, he's only. I think he's put in that position because obviously Xavier Woods is yeah. out, so um, you kind of have to keep the new day going. He's got a sort of stick in that role at the moment. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but it's like it's like yet again another example of like yeah, he won the world, he won the WWE champion. He was like long, like he had it for like a couple mm. of months. He was like you know fake, like proper like you know. Well, you could say the face of SmackDown, really. He had the title for ages. And then he just lost it to Brock in, like, how many seconds? Eight seconds? Yep. Something like that. And then, then after that, it was just like, okay, cool, you've had your chance. Back down to the bottom of the pile. <laughs> Back to the tag team division. And then it's like, they forgot you were ever champion. Um, yeah, it just, it just sucks. But, I mean, yeah, about this match, is like, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was, it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, you kind of, you kind of, there's enough action going on. You kind of, you know, you can enjoy it. Um, obviously, you had that. I think I like that. Um, was it counter when I think it was like um, the thing which were Kofi was it Kofi was going over top rope and sort of like Cesaro and um, Nakamura sort of lifted up the table and he was it slammed right in, right into it. Yeah, Biggie. Yeah, Biggie launching uh, Kofi out, out of the ring. Um, Kofi colliding with the table. Uh, there was a lot of uh, innovative offense. Uh, from Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, so they're getting a bit more team chemistry there. Um, I can see uh, the potential of having um, Cesaro doing his Cesaro swing, getting his opponent dizzy, and then Shinsuke Nakamura running in with a Kinshasa. That could be a nice finish. 
Yeah, I mean, you obviously got that move they do with it's kind of is that in some ways for the does a swing and then obviously just um, the person like was it swings straight into like uh, was it Nakamura's knee? Yeah, to Kinshasa. He did two sliding knees, but I thought surely it'd be a Kinshasa. He did it twice. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's only it's only the finisher until like the announcer says mm-hmm. the finish, the finisher, right? So yeah, or maybe we just don't know. We d- we don't understand the no. rules or anything. I don't know. But um, yeah, but again, it's like the fin- again the finish was great. I like the finish. I mean, it's just like the fit with the the, the the cool spot when you've got two tables on top of each other, and then you just uh, take him from the top rope and then just slam Kofi through it. Yeah, that was a hell of a bump. <laughs> it's, it's always a bump when you see like going through technically not just one table but two tables. Yeah, that table is not padding. You know that makes it worse. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's that's got to hurt. Some would say, right? Um, I mean, it's it, it's when you when you see like sort of old extreme rules, uh, extreme matches where it's just like I think people like put two or three like four tape was it two stacks of like four or five mm-hmm. different tables or something. It's like an uh, example like TLC, the one where it's like was it uh, was it the Dudleys and I think yeah Dudleys went through like two or three of them mm-hmm. or like or like World Rumble two thousand where it's just I went through two of them. It's just like it's a horrible spot if got if you get it wrong. If you just clip the edge, as some people have done, like, oh God, that looks even worse. They haven't gone, like, straight through, like, perfect smash, clipping their head, like, on the edge. Oh, that's horrible. But this was a this was a great bump. Like, kudos to Kofi again. Uh, man of the match, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I mean, obviously, in this one, I put the New Day to win, but it's because, but, I've got to be honest, it's like, New Day, what, it's eight-time champions now? They've won it, like, they're kind of like, they're sort of like the, I don't see that kind of, kind of like, Asian Christian type sort of like they've won so many tag team titles together type mm. f- situation so it's I mean the problem with New Day is like what do you do with them now it's like they've, they're, they're multiple time what, mm. tag team champions um, they've probably done every variation I can think of of like mixed yeah. up a little bit I mean when have they been a tag team since what 2014 yeah 2013 2014 something like that it's been this like I'm, I'm I I just remember it's just like everyone's like oh it's not gonna work, it's like um it won't it'll get annoying very quickly and all of a sudden it's become one of the probably the best tag gimmicks in a very long time. Um, but I'm just curious because obviously now it's like SmackDown does it have we I mean did it have a tag division at the moment? Well, apart from New Day, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, which still it still has that element of like two really good individuals just thrown together as a tag team. Uh, I don't know where Sami Zayn's got to. Um, there's heavy machinery. Are the authentic kid team now? Because obviously Otis is now kind of a single star now because he's got the briefcase. So yeah, but then he says he's going to potentially cash it in. Um, uh, I, I get it. You want to make the tag team to us like feel important, but that is a waste of a briefcase. I mean, have all the yeah. things you can cash it in. You cash it in on the tag titles. That hasn't no offense. Doesn't mean it meant anything exactly. for a very long time. <laughs> you don't do that. But yeah, I mean. I, I guess it's, it's it's mixed up a little bit because obviously um, as someone pointed out like, this is like what the third variation that uh, Cesaro has won the tag titles um, he won it with um, Tyson yep. was it Tyson Kid yeah, obviously then he won the it with um, Sheamus and now yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura so it's, so like <laughs> if you put him as like a tag team wrestler like Cesaro is probably one of the best out there now isn't he but it's just the singles one has never really materialised over the years no I don't I don't know why that is um like for his like wrestling ability, um, he can get over like no problem. But whether it's just like his might skills let him down, or I'm, I'm not sure what it what it is. 
Well, I think I think the old thing was if Vince doesn't doesn't think people because uh, of his accent or something or something like that, he won't doesn't think people will understand him. It's kind of like seriously, yeah. mate. We talk about wrestling where it's like we're talking about wrestling, right? Where we've got was it people can like get over by not even yeah. saying a word. So I, I don't think I like that argument, but yeah, I mean it's again it was a nice finish. Match was as good as you expect from these four. To be fair, you're expecting a good match. Um, it was I think it was like ten minutes, ten minutes ish. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. I, I again it it was um, type as you always say with show. You always start with something good, or you start something that gets mm. you like kind of okay. This is going to be be alright. And this year, this match was fine. Yep. I enjoyed it. Nice fast pace, set the level fairly highish. Like okay, top lap, um, and leading into the second match. And I think the second match was also equally enjoyable. Um, we didn't get the cringy moment. Uh, or this annoying moment before this match with any Bailey or, or Sasha match. It's Bailey and Nikki Cross, and we usually get that stupid repetitive moment where it, there's been absolutely no no animosity or like any kind of tension between uh, Bailey or Sasha Banks. Yet Kayla Braxton or whoever it is just comes and go. Oh, so um. Your friend, uh, oh, so you're so your best friend. So, but what what's happened here? Are you doing just trying to stir like shit, you know, which isn't there. It's like this is that there's nothing, absolutely nothing to insinuate that they're gonna split up. There was a little tease only at like WrestleMania. That was it. Uh, and they they haven't gone back to that. So it looks like they're gonna hold on to. Or spoiler, what we'll get into it later. But the ties for quite a while, I reckon, and that's gonna play the factor into the split I think I get what you mean it's like it's like it doesn't it so, sort of shows their la- la- uh, lack of like well I don't say laziness as writers but like sort of that thing that you kind of have have to sort of get an interview to say whoa uh, is there dissension yeah. in the ranks it's like it sh- is it, what's the what's the old um, adage when it comes to writing Sh- show don't tell yeah in this situation it should be like so don't just ask if there's dissension they should just show there's dissension yeah, let the audience try and figure it out. Yeah, we're quite. I think we're quite, well. Obviously, at the moment, there's no audience, but it's like the audience, the audience at home. Yeah, well, we're, we're quite smart, right? You know, us wrestling fans. I mean, it's, it doesn't sound like it on Twitter sometimes, but um, but we're quite. You know, we're quite knowledgeable. So I think if you gave like subtle hints, we can figure it out. So, but I mean, yes, you are. Right. Yeah, they didn't do anything stupid, like annoying, like that, but. It was just, again. It was just the same old stuff with here. With uh, was it you expect from a Bailey match the last couple of months? Really, um, kind of like being the typical heel, just sort of like just um, annoying everyone, continuously shouting at Michael. Yeah, yeah Bailey was. Uh, Bailey is getting more and more confident and more cocky each time uh, until she's until the her opponent starts getting the upper hand, and then she has to cheat to win. I'm really liking this heel Bailey. It's finally come to fruition. I think the last. Uh, three months to say like yeah this is this is good stuff from Bailey but this is the best heel Bailey we've seen so far I think oh yeah by far 100% yeah um, just just jumping back just jumping back slightly um, as we talk about Nikki Cross as well they did the whole angle about Nikki Cross like not having any confidence like where the hell did that come from as well going back to a similar point uh, when, when did you when did you set that in motion I know I missed SmackDown last week, but really, you're just doing it one week before. Is that you? You want you want a fatal four way match? Sure, your confidence should be like sky high. <laughs> well, to be fair, what the, the hilarious thing is that watching the match, yeah. yeah, there's no confidence in the way she was acting in that match, was it? Again, Nick, she's like, 
That's she's full of confidence. Yeah, Nikki Ross like came out of the blocks, you know, hitting. Uh, she had finished it like really early on, uh, and then what was great about it is uh, it's stupid what Dolph Ziggler did um, uh, later. Well, later on, or, or what Dolph Ziggler, what Nikki Ross didn't do. Um, that there was a pinning attempt, nearly got a Bailey Ross to the outside, and then instead of waiting like for no reason, Nikki Ross, okay, straight out of the ring, just go attack, 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 attack again. Brilliant. Yeah, that's what you do. Great uh, great work there from Nikki. Great intelligence. Well, we spent nothing less from Nikki Cross, to be fair, because um, ability in the ring has never been in question. No, to be fair. the only thing that's been a, is been a letdown probably is the handling of her character. Uh, when she was teamed with Alexa Bliss, I mean, yeah, uh, you could say the same with uh, Betty and Sasha. It's like, when are they going to split? Why haven't they split yet? Same with uh, Bliss and, and Cross. Why haven't they split yet? Why hasn't Alexa Bliss used the crazy Nikki Cross, um, manipulated her and, and all sorts of pain this long game um, to get what she wants? Or has Nikki Cross like just not, or has Nikki Cross not gone crazy again yet? Because that was the best Nikki Cross. I mean, do I have to point out that? Do I have to point out that last woman standing match she had against Asuka? Like that was beautiful. I, I, I think, I think for me it's like. There's a st- you said about Alexa Bliss where she's got a bit like oh, I don't say stale but she's not doing much so why not set that up like with Nikki Cross because it because even before the fans were allowed back in it kind of like um, people do like really up like really getting behind Nikki Cross I mean if they set that up it could be done it could be like it could be a good angle but yeah I mean but it's just like a first title uh, the first time she challenged for the title since he's been called up like you I know think, a singles yeah title. for a while the last championship match I can think of that she had I think was against uh, was against Shayna Baszler either on her own or when she had a fatal four way match um, but I'm not quite sure which came first but I was back in NXT well of course it's NXT I mean but uh, yeah I, I guess it's um, if, what, what this match is just again it's like Bailey's. I think she's got the Hearst character and the way she acts in the ring nailed down to a T now. And obviously Nikki Cross is like really good at playing the sort of like, well, I wouldn't say kind of, um, she, at some points, there were some points and like, like she got some pretty close near falls. I mean, obviously I didn't, I didn't think in a million years she was going to win, but I mean, it just had, you had them like sort of like snippets at moments that, you know, kind of, if you know, get you invested a little bit. Um, yeah, that yeah, that nice thing. Well, I found good anyway. Just like, I like the nice thing with the whole uh, was it thing with the apron, where it's like she's using the uh, was it Bailey was using the apron as some sort. Uh, it's like a weapon to sort of attack her, and then all of a sudden she um, could, she disappeared, Nikki Cross, and then he found her on the other side of the ring, and sort of like she sort of, I mean, it just like she crawled under the ring, went on the other side. I'm kind of like I thought like ah, oh, that's that's cool. I mean, uh, it's not it's, it's nothing new, of course, but I mean, it's um, yeah, it was just it was just a nice little um, highlight for me. I guess it was just like oh, that's pretty cool. I enjoyed the moment where uh, Bailey uh, was clearly at a disadvantage. Uh, her championship was uh, in danger of being taken from her. Where she ran into attack, Nikki Cross smacked her face, great sell into the turnbuckle, and then moments later she gets hit by the neckbreaker like from the apron to the floor. It's like oh okay. Uh, Bailey really is in trouble now, and Sasha is selling really well as well, showing actual concern uh, for her friend. Uh, but the problem is when you got those close-up shots, we're holding all the titles, which looks great, by the way, holding both the tag titles and the and the SmackDown tag around the waist. 
that when you see those um, cuts into Sasha, you, you see the brass knuckles are still in their hands. Like, okay, they're going to be used, surely. Either one of the titles is going to be used, or those brass knuckles are going to be used. And I called it, because later on, there's a there's a distraction. Sasha hands over the uh, brass knuckles to Bailey. Uh, Bailey hits Nikki in the abdomen, which is odd. I thought you just go straight for the face, really regal style, knockout blow. Yeah, that, that was the only gripe I had. Like, just go straight for the mush on the chin. Out she goes, like a light. One, two, three. Yeah, but I guess, and I guess, and I don't know if I mean, does this set up a finisher? Because obviously, I think it's like it's like a face buster or something, yeah. or something like that, like a twip. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would have gone for the would have gone for the jaw. Yeah, that's, how, that's usually usually how the whole thing works, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, but um, it's, it's, it's only a little gripe. It's only a little gripe because obviously the the whole thing she did, the whole story yep. is like she cheated. Nikki Cross is probably going to win it, and then she had to resort to cheating to be her. And um, yeah, and as always, they are they are annoying mm. when they win because they keep shouting and all that. And it's just like, oh, when can mm. when, when can them them titles come off them? Yeah, and it's a it's a wave. You start they start off arrogant and confident and cocky, like yeah, look at me taunting, taunting, and soon as. Uh, their opponents get in the upper hand and then they cheat to win and they go straight back to oh no I, I was always confident all along yeah you know that's enjoyable yeah perfect well, heel perfect heel yeah. perfect heels really yeah, but, but yeah I mean obviously this one it's like um, obviously you don't do rematches really unless they've mm. got meaning but um, it seems like it, that could be if there's a rematch in there somewhere um I mean, because I can't think of anybody else because obviously Charlotte, I think, yeah, she's, yeah, Charlotte's mm-hmm. out for like a couple of months, right? If I, me- if I remember the reports. Uh, yeah, Charlotte's, yeah. Um, I mean, one fix that could potentially be and then going into what we were talking about earlier with Bliss and Cross, you could have a triple threat match. Sasha Banks is banned from ringside, potentially. So Bliss and Cross are working against her against Bailey. There's a little bit of falling out of miscommunication. It's no disqualifications. Maybe Bailey has got the brass knuckles in her trunks or something like that. Or she used the title. It is no DQ after all in a triple threat match and she gets to win there. And then there's tension between Bliss and Cross. Yeah. I mean, there's oppor- that's it. I think this kind of this rivalry kind of like has opportunity for who's going to turn yeah. on who maybe. If they, if they build it up. But yeah. But the funny thing is about Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, there's no indications that there's going to be a split up there. Because unless it just yeah. happens out of the blue. For like the shock factor, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Bailey's been great. Um, Sasha has mm-hmm. um, been great as well. Nikki, everyone was really good in this match, and again, as you said, yep. really entertaining. I c- nothing I can really like, you know, properly no. gripe on it, really, other than just like you know little things. But yeah, everyone again, everyone looked good, and it was just again quite enjoyable. And when you're staying up at like yep. two or three in the mo- or one or two in the morning um, to have a match that actually mm-hmm. is quite enjoyable is quite refre- is is nice. Even though there is, yeah, even though it is one of those matches where you've got the predictability, it's the same with Drew and Dolph later on. Like, you know, Bailey's going to win. You know, Drew's going to win. This is simply there to um, elevate the character and show how strong a champion they are, how strong a character they are, um, and, and lengthen their reign. But you can do it with heightened drama and tell a really good story. And I think that's what they did here. Totally agree, 100%. It was just, it was, yeah, it was just fine. And obviously, I'd. Maybe, maybe I'm a sucker for heels, but I always like a good um, cheat to win, especially with the brass knucks. The brass knucks, I'm a big, uh, we're big Regal fans, as uh, some regular listeners know, so. Yep, huge Regal fans. Oh, God, yeah. I just, it was anyone did the brass knucks, I'm like, yeah, that's winning Regal there. You know mm. where they got that from. But um, yeah, so, but yeah, good match. 
uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, now we get, to, uh, if I'm if I'm correct, now we get to one where it's like, it was going to be a match. We could just skip over this one, can we? Because this match uh, didn't happen. <laughs> no, I mean, interesting really? one, this one. Uh, probably for the fact it's more of the, the backstage stuff. The backstage stuff is interesting in a sense of why the match didn't happen. Not actually the whole promo with MP, MVP and all that, because that was just really awkward and really, well, bad. But I mean... Yeah, the only... The, the only interesting thing is, uh, well, like, was MVP going to give the title to Bobby Lashley for no reason? Um, and, uh, apparently, because this match didn't actually take place, um, Apollo Crews is still the champion. Um, so now, so now we've got two titles where, like, who, who's, who's the champion? Who's the US champion? And who's the Raw Women's champion? Oh God, I hate controversy. Like, I mean. <laughs> This is is it? You could do good controversy and then bad controversy. This is bad, uh, but I, I think for them though, is that this is kind of one they. Um, I don't think it really was their fault. No, uh, because from what I've I've done a done a mm-hmm. bit of research onto it, uh, apparently on sort of libel sites is um, he uh, Apollo Crews. I think he um, he's he wasn't at this performance center for the whole day, and apparently he's got coronavirus. He's been tested yeah, some say he's it. got coronavirus, and some just say he um, failed the the medical. Uh, obviously, they use a storyline of uh, like Bobby Lashley uh, using that uh, full Nelson hold, which is like, okay. When did <laughs> yeah that did happen? About how many weeks ago was that? And now you're only just bringing it up. Um, I know, but I mean, I, I, if it, I think for me, it's like I just think it's like if it was. Hmm. That he has coronavirus, mm-hmm. and obviously, if he does, yep. hobby gets well soon, you know. But um, just putting it up, mm. I mean, I know it's like uh, I think as much as um, AW do it quite well, it's just like they yep. bring it up. It's it's they make it. I know it's mm. like we kind of like if you don't want to bring out yeah. what's happening outside, but just just it's obvious that it's affecting the show. So just bring it up if like, someone's got it and say get well soon and stuff like that. Yeah, I think in this instance, because there has been reports of some uh, production t- team in WWE have been testing positive uh, for coronavirus, yet they're still doing shows. I think it's just they're worried about bad optics. I mean, they've got a bad kind of rep anyway um, for, I guess, still doing the show. But uh, I'm loving what AEW doing, you know, I'm loving what New Japan do. I think so long as you're um, sticking to protocol and doing whatever you can, then shows should go ahead. I think. I think that. Um, I have no problem with that. No, I think it's way. Tr- I think it's way treated. I think it's just like the way it's that you hear the reports. They do. It's not treating yeah. there. Um, and and I guess the whole them 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 all them sackings or sort of like you know putting people uh, they had uh, ran about a time when everyone needs employment, yeah. and they're a company that's kind of you can't sit there and say they've got they're losing money because they are, but they're quite they've got like millions and billions. Yes, uh, they still got money coming in, so. I think that's why it looks differently. AEW is just like, they've just handled it better and other companies just handled mm-hmm. it better. Um, and obviously, I don't think AEW or like New Japan have like annoyed the fans as much as WWE no. do. So, we kind of we kind of trust them more, I would say. We kind of, they've, they've um, earned our like, trust. So, it's like, we give them more of the benefit of the doubt. And WWE, they've completely destroyed our trust <laughs> over the years. So we don't we don't trust them. <laughs> so no, absolutely we don't trust them. Yet we watch every week or every month. <laughs> uh, Glad yeah. for punishments we are, 
and also and also because of we course. still love wrestling now, even even if the company sucks. But yeah, I mean, one thing before we go on to the obviously the yeah. I versus I match. Um, what do you what do you think of the new US title design? Uh, uh, once again, it's the same issue they have with the Intercontinental title. the The issue wasn't the title itself; it wasn't the belt. Uh, the the issue was not making it prestigious. I mean, yeah, you've changed the 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 uh, design, but it doesn't actually do anything. Uh, especially if you've got like a really nice title like that classic Intercontinental title was gorgeous um, the US title didn't look too bad I thought that was okay um, it, it, I I don't think it needed changing at all um, but it, going back to uh, I'd say like say the 24-7 title when that came into effect um, it was a dumb idea it was basically like a rip off kind of like hardcore title um, but when you've got characters who actually want it, so say Drake Maverick, like really, really wanted it. That's what made it interesting and what made the title feel important. It's like, go on, get that title. Go on, get it. Um, it it wasn't the because, oh, it looks pretty because the 24-7 title looks like, I'm sorry, it looks like a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like anyone says, it's like, um, they say it's like a title is only important as the, per, uh, as yep. the person chasing it. So it's like if a person chasing yep. it says it's important or like would do anything to yeah. obtain that title, it obviously proves that it's important. But yeah, it's like that title is, yeah, it's just like they've done the whole thing. Well, well, we design it. It means it's different. It's like, nope, it's still quite, it's going to sound harsh, worthless yep. at the moment. Um, until you actually decide to actually build it up as a credible, yep. you know, title again. You're going to have these problems. But yeah, I, I saw the design. It's not, I mean, I guess they're trying to go old school, like, you know, nwa type mm. style like you know 80s maybe because that's what i was thinking of when i saw it i had one i had one of the um i had one of the impact world titles in my head for some reason don't know why or like the ufc title or something like that um no i mean the only th- i think the only title that looks that i remind you of the any like the uh, impact one is the uh, tnt one um that looks very has similar kind of it makes had a similar kind of design yeah. i would say uh, the, the impact were title and stuff so but yeah and i'll just probably get your opinion on it because obviously um we we do like we're a big fan of belts mm. especially good yes. well-designed belts so or strap or straps or Titles, you know, whatever you want to call yeah. it yeah i mean obviously one day when i've actually when i'm when i'm you know rich and famous and have money um uh i would love to, it's one of my things so i've always wanted to have a belt so so like yeah just like the title design's been rubbish at wd for a long time I mean, the only good, the only good titles here was the, UK, the NXT UK titles. Like uh, their designs yeah. were really good. Excuse me. Oh, oh. yeah. I'm a, I must be allergic okay? to really bad titles, probably. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> me. Unless Apollo Crews well, you know, passed something on well, to me, I don't know. But <laughs> who knows? Through them dodgy, you know what it is? It's them dodgy five um, G. Um, oh, it's five. Absolutely, it's five G. Absolutely. <laughs> It's all five G's full. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but yes, yeah, so let's go to the match that you could say was a bit. I wouldn't say controversial, but kind of like, kind of like, you were only f- kind of intriguing if they actually could make it pull it off. I would say. Um, I was talking about the eye for eye for an eye match between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Um, what were your thoughts going into this one? I gotta be honest. What do you what what were you thinking? I could see the potential of it um obviously i was thinking about okay how can they make this work are they going to make this like a massive kind of gory fest um i I imagine that they were going to do the similar steps angle 
I uh, would have loved them to have done something um, like quite more harrowing, horrific, especially when you've got that um, the screwdriver coming out. Uh, like Randy Orton with his screwdriver and Jeff Hardy's ear like rings to mind. That was oh god, that was that was yeah, and twisting it around. Like, oh god, that was brilliant. Uh, but I, what I was worried about them doing was um, if you. Uh, looked at the end of the Hell in the Cell match between Bray Wyatt or Fiend against Seth Rollins where it's just blood kind of rushing out the mouth it just looks dumb um, I was worried about like yeah well uh, yeah but when they when they well, when they extract the eyes it kind of be like this um, like kind of big bloody gooey mess or are they going to do something with CGI uh, but in the end it kind of looked like um it's something that well, they didn't really need to show anything, I guess. I mean, a little bit of blood on the towel that would have been effective enough, and Sephiroth's reaction. But the, it looked basically like a it looked like a ping pong ball, I guess. Uh, when you looked at it, just like momentarily, it looked like a ping pong ball, um, and it, that, that didn't really need to happen. When you just conceal it, I think that's all you need to do, and just let the let the character, let the actor, Raymond Steele, let them sell it, let them tell the story. You know, less is more. Less is more. Sometimes more of it. If something's being implied, it yeah. can be um, equally as impactful or more impactful. Uh, that's why you get a lot of like horror movies. Say like, a, apart from maybe the first one, like Saw, where there's a bit of thrills there, but then the rest of the time it's just gore, gore, gore. It just turns into a slasher film. Yeah, and you don't. I get that. Yeah, but to top of my head though, just for just thinking, we talk about iPhone that, it's like about like didn't. I know it's, I don't want to sound like an old AEW marks or anything because we're not, but it's just like didn't like Jericho and Moxley do something similar with an eye, and that kind of looked alright. Uh, they they did, um, and also uh, what I found interesting, um, Stu and I we, we we weren't going to any spoilers or results, but um, uh, yesterday uh, we took part in a a debate series uh, with the Savage Land podcast. Um, and I brought up, uh, yeah, uh, I brought up the um, the championship scramble, which happened at Unforgiven uh, 2008, which was part of one of the um, uh, debating questions. And in the promo building up to Jericho and Shawn Michaels, um, Shawn Michaels mentions the line about, um, the only thing I'm concerned about is an eye for an eye, all about revenge, based on what Jericho had, had done to him like over the... Uh, over those past few months, it's an eye for an eye. I like, okay, I just thought that was quite convenient. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, when that, when you check that when that comes out, by the way, if anyone's listening, um, when that, when that, when that's true, yes, check our Twitter about that because uh, oh, it's, it's, worth, it's mm-hmm. worth watching that debate because it was a load of fun to do. It's like, and if when you got like, what problem I have with this is like, kind of like the problem mm. when it comes to wrestling, we always have this feeling, it's mm. like, uh, we spend we suspend our disbelief. But yeah. it has to be so kind of plausible or possible. Um, mm. It's like um, like first blood like first blood matches you can do them because obviously you can do the blade and all that stuff. Uh, but it's like eye for an eye. It's like how what what, what is, as you said it kind of how can you do it yeah. without feeling goofy or feeling like mm. you know because mm. you could do it in movie you could do it in movies but in wrestling you kind of can't. I mean I get you guess you got to try something new, but. Mm. I mean, you can take mm-hmm. the seriousness of it, of when uh, you know everyone being shocked, mm. uh, all the stuff on uh, checking the doctors, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But no one was, no one was really concerned because you shouldn't be because you knew it. Because this is the times when it's like you knew it was. 
well, not will, because no, no, no show would ever let someone take them <laughs> to a situation where someone take eyeball comes out of their socket. Unless you're wrestling New Jack or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's legit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Um, but I can see the. Um, um, obviously, no one is losing an eye, but in kayfabe, someone loses an eye. I can see both competitors like losing the match. Um, I can see if if you remember when Rey Mysterio used to wrestle in the early days, he had the um, those the eyes in his mask; they were covered up. Uh, but you obviously you can still see, but you just can't see his eyes. Um, he used to wrestle like that, so where he he does them both, uh, and then he just learns to wrestle blind and instinct. Okay, that could be an interesting part um, there. Um, part of his mystique, uh, his Mysterio. Um, or potentially Seth Rollins being this Messiah God-like figure or this cult-like figure um, having... I could see him wearing an eye patch. I honestly could. Um, very similar to, I think it's like, say, Beric in Game of Thrones or... Aaron Stoughton's character in in Mad Men, where you can make him look like a like a badass, but he kind of uh, and looks like more of an evil character. I could potentially see both both of them working. Well, it could have it could have worked for the whole sacrifice. He obviously he's supposed to be the Messiah. He's supposed to be like sacrificing himself for the cause. He's like you know, I mean, it could have worked, but again, it's like the situation is. Um, from from what I've heard is like um, I don't no one thought Ray was going to win this. I mean, I mean the build up to this match is bit. I give him credit was quite good, um, especially with uh, was it was it yeah Damien Damien yeah Damien Dominic. Dominic that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, Dominic. Um, he been in, uh, he's really involved in this to be fair, and he's looked and he's looked really good. I mean, he's definitely got his father's talent when it comes to the um, high flying. He's definitely got that down. Yeah, well, we saw that at the uh, the Royal Rumble, didn't we? Or was it no Survivor Series? Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, but it's like you can see at one point they're going to try and properly get him, integrate him mm. into the like a proper like instead of his being Ray's sort of son, mm. it'd be like he's Ray's. It'd be like Dominic Mysterio or something like that, or stuff mm. like that. But it's it's crazy watching it, obviously, because I'm watching the when you watch the Eddie Guerrero Ray Mysterio thing with the whole custody of him, and now look at him. Yeah. Become, he's become, he's become, he's like, he's like, he's like he's a, become a man. He's become all, <laughs> he's all grown up now. He's all grown up. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, uh, except obviously the, the stipulation. Mm. If you take away the stipulation, this was mm. again really good, really good match. Again, it's like mm. expect nothing less from these two. Again, it's like mm. it had again everything. You had some uh, nice, uh, nice use mm. of like sort of like you know, weapons, and instead mm. of just using the weapons, using the sight, the corners of the weapons. Yep, to kind of like sort of tease, sort of like you know, oh, we could use this to take the eye out, or this can take the eye out. There's you know yeah. something, something different. Yeah, good use of environment, breaking the kendo stick. Yep, using those shards there. The um, I've forgotten what the bloody thing's called now. The screwdriver using that, using the legs of the chair. There's a nice spot where Ray trips Sephiroth into the corner of the steps. Oh, okay. That could be like momentarily kind of thing. That would might have been actually interesting if um, if this match was say like an extreme rules match, uh, but Seth Rollins was they could still go eye for an eye like teasing like I'm gonna rip your eye out. Um, you can still have moments where they do try to do that, um, try and take each other's eyes out, and there's the moment there where one mistake and suddenly the match has to be stopped because Seth Rollins' eye has been gouged by the by the table. 
Now it's potentially be one option rather than doing the gimmick, but it could still be implied that that's their intent. That's what they're trying to do or want to do. Yeah, I mean, I obviously with the, with the uh, was it Kendall when he broke the Kendall stick and he's sort of like I think on the uh, on the apron mm-hmm. and he's sort of like um, Ray sort of like sort of I think he got close to doing it and mm-hmm. then sort of like uh, Seth was sort of uh, like screaming like, oh my god and like mm-hmm. I thought oh my god is that it I thought because because yeah. he obviously was holding his eye and he was proper like you know you know wasn't yeah. showing the ref so I thought was I thought that was like that was the ending or that yeah. was what they were trying to do. Yeah, there are three but, potential um, moments. There was in the corner of the table, there was the kendo stick, there was actually jamming Sephiroth's eye into the steps. Uh, yeah, I mean, was it, he had that, was it, is it uh, they've done it before, I think, in Hell in a Cell matches, but obviously, the, was mm-hmm. it the kendo stick in the corner? Or like on the on the apron? Yes. Type thing. Obviously, they're never going to do it, because obviously that technically, that would actually take an eye out. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, it's, it's, it, it did, feel, I'm not going to say innovative, because it's just, it mm. felt like they're, they were probably trying to make, kind of trying to make this kind of silly concept work, and you can you can appreciate them for that. To be fair, yes. But again, that I mean, but I mean, we talked about obviously the, what happened in the finish. But I mean, given some credit, the reaction of it was quite. You know, I mean, Seth. I mean, Seth. Like, mm. you didn't see it, but it's like when Seth saw it, and he's just like, he was going to be sick, and he was sick. Mm. Well, yeah, fake sick anyway. But I mean. But yeah, it's just like, and the way sort of people react, I give them, so, I mean, some credit for that. But again, it's like, I, I wasn't at the end of it looking at it going, oh my God. It's just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> there's no. so much, there's but, so much co- cooler ideas they could have done. They could have done, a, like I said, first blood match or like, I don't yeah. know, um, uh, I quit match or something like that. Because then, an, I, an I quit match. <laughs> well, we'll think about it. I think Ray sort of, uh, there's rumours that his contract runs out in a month. Yeah. So that could have worked because uh, isn't Seth's whole thing at the moment doing sort of like trying to say sacrificing for the cause and obviously Ray sacrificed himself. Yeah. So maybe he could have done a thing where he's finally put him in a stipulation where he, mm. I don't want to say take him out or just like, you know, put in a, he, uh, makes him quit mm. and he goes. Mm-hmm. And then Seth can still have that heat and say he sacrificed himself or something. Yeah, he can still have that heat but still play the, the shock and the give me give me sympathy give me empathy it's like i didn't want to do that but ray brought it on himself that kind of thing yeah yeah what's well, i mean i guess it's just i think for me it's like the stipulation brought down the match because it's like you 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 weren't watching just a match you're thinking okay how are they gonna get this working how are they gonna do it yeah but if they didn't if it was a regular match it could you if you take regular match the action part of it is great yeah. And bear in mind, there's been like a lot of brawls at the last couple of weeks. Um, like one example where I think it was Alistair Black um, and Humberto Carrillo had like Seth Rollins like completely surrounding the ring, and they tried to take his eye out. Uh, where, where was Buddy Murphy? Where was Austin Theory? Where was Alistair Black? Where was Kevin Owens? Where was Humberto Carrillo? Where was Dominic? It's, um, good, it's a good. It's a good point. Actually, it's like yeah. It would have been, I mean, in this kind of match, you could have had, like, you know, a clusterfuck, you know? Could have had, like, you know, all these people running in. Yeah. Mean, it would have sucked. It would have sucked. It would have took it back, but it would have made sense. Yeah. I mean, Seth's not exactly, he's not. He's, he's more of a, he's mixed between, like, he's, he is sadistic, but he's kind of a guy just, like, he just, half the time he just uses mm. his disciples to win. Half of the time, anyway. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean... I said, I said, I said it before. It's just like the match, was, mm. the action was good. 
what they had they did the best they could but it's just Mm. that finish you just i was like it was cringe for me in some ways it wasn't cringe but so long as it wasn't like comedically uh cringe i thought for most part i thought it was okay um could they have done it better yes could it have been a hell of a lot worse absolutely it was meh yeah it was oh it's all right you know and when you and when you think about it it's Ray didn't lose both his eyes. He lost the eye which was already damaged as well, or the one he couldn't see out of anyway. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just maybe I just admit for me, just don't do eye versus eye, eye for an eye matches, please. Can this just be a one shot deal? Yeah. Um, I get it. You've got to innovate when it comes to wrestling because obviously everything's mm. been done to death now. But yeah. I don't know. I could understand some people just be like not tr- kind of mm. being not. Overlooking this match because obviously the stipulation was too ridiculous yeah. for them. They'd be like, "Ah, why am I watching this? This is ridiculous." I think it's the I think stipulation that would have worked, uh, which I watched the other day. Is actually going back to the US title we were talking about earlier. They're showing some of the greatest matches from the, for the US title, um, and you mentioned the I Quit match as well. I mean, it's an I Quit match. There's play on words there, but you've got so much outside interference as well. It's extreme rules. Why not do as they did? Um, I can't remember what event it was, but it was, I believe, Tully Blanchard against uh, Magnum uh, PA, TA, I think. Um, they didn't like quit match inside a, it, mag, uh, they did a I quit match inside a steel cage. That could work. Or, or it, it could, and it could be a situation, it's like, um, obviously, I don't, they would never use um, uh, put blood in some way. Oh, wait, I, I got, this could be a, this is the kind of match where it kind of blood would have worked. Because it was that kind of personal sort of like personal kind of match that I mean I don't know yeah just would have been it would have helped but yeah I mean that could have that could have worked but I guess in get I guess in with that getting the steel cage in that performance yeah. center well you can build like a wall pit or whatever it was called um, or lines then they did for NXT that would have been cool yeah I, yeah yeah that actually was pretty cool actually I gotta be honest that was a good match by the way as well but um, yeah I mean I mean it's again, what I'm saying it's like I give them creativity it just they could have done something that didn't sort of put the how was the word before so like, mm. you know you know like they do this all the time when they yes. put themselves in, into a corner mm-hmm. and they sort of have to find a ridiculous this is this is a kind of like they could have thinked of a better match where it didn't have to resort to something like this could have yes. been could have got the same effect of obviously taking out Ray and then sort of uh, making Seth mm-hmm. look like a devious heel without doing yep. a match like this and still yep. being like a revenge type story, but but yeah, it, it is what it, it is. It could have been, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And they they said, okay, we're doing an I versus I match. They tried to work the best with it. They could have done crap CGI. They could have been melodramatic special effects uh, and performance. But I mean, you could say the vomit was a little bit melodramatic, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse. I thought it was okay. Like, if you take away the stipulation, the match was fun as well. Yeah, that's like, that's, I mean, it's just, but the stipulation did definitely boil it down. If if you if you didn't know if you didn't know it was an eye versus eye match, and you just thought it was an extreme rules match, but they were they were trying to take each other's eyes out, been fine. Yeah, no, actually, then it would have been yeah, it would have been fine. I would, because I said I was enjoying what was going on. It's just, yeah. it was just for, for the match you were waiting for. Okay, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? And that kind of, and for me, like, it kind of takes takes the enjoyment out. For me, anyway, yeah. maybe some other people might enjoy it, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, I, I got a feeling we talked about that way longer than I was anticipating. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Yeah, so now we go into a uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> us talking about a subject. Have you for already way just got long. that? What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm slow. You know. Did, did you just miss my brilliant pun? Did you not see what I did there? No, I did not see what you did. I'm slow. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should teach you about puns. You can be my pupil. <laughs> yeah, you know, once a week. I, I want yeah. to roll here. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. let's, uh, but let's, get back to, let's get back to the you know discussion points, my friend. Yes. Um, but yes, now after this, we had obviously the second women's tile match, the Raw mm-hmm. tile match, between obviously Oscar and um, Sasha Banks. Uh, I think... Uh, I think the story for this, if I remember from what I've looked up, is like basically there's kind of like a rhyme, was it? Uh, sort of like Sasha Banks sort of mm. is feeling a bit like left out because she's only got like the tag team titles, so mm. she wants she wants a title. And yeah. obviously, unless I'm wrong, I mean, unless was it? Oh yeah, I forget. It's fine because they're both on Raw and SmackDown. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I think she just wanted to go for a title, and the only major title was Oscar. So I'm guessing she went for that. Yep. But I don't, I don't know the story. But if you talk about um, on paper, this has got always was always going to be a good match. Absolutely on paper, yeah. And in the build-up, I completely forgot that this match or like how good this match could be. And you realize, like going into it, it's like, oh yeah, this is, we're getting Oscar versus Sasha. This is going to be really good. Yeah, it's just like, you forget you forget that. It's just like like okay, well, you like you, you clock on, you go, oh crap, yeah, Oscar. Versus Sasha Banks. It should be amazing. And to its credit, it was. Yeah, I think so. This is enjoyable. Really good. I mean, it's a good, but I would say it had that NXT feel to it. You know, like kind of yeah. like where they do NXT matches, women's mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. It did feel like that, you know? Yeah. What I liked about it as well is that they gave it time. I think this match ran, what, 18, 20 minutes? Yeah. It's what you expect from... Um, a good length of time to just sort of like I think it's like just let them do their thing yep just let them fight yeah and it was great I mean it's just like it did have that kind of like again like NXT style sort of like hard hitting sort of like 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 good like counters of counters because um, kind of kind of counter moves that they all did uh, Sasha and Asuka did was really good and very slick if, if that's the word I'm all for but yeah so yep. it was just like you always like them kind of matches where it's counter after counter or like sort yep. of that kind of stuff because we know Asuka is very like strong style very hard hitting and and Sasha like, especially early days when everyone was really hot on Sasha and she was feuding with Charlotte where she she was basically like the Dolph Ziggler of uh, not in terms of like character but in terms of like selling like she could sell like, almost the point like oh my god how you actually hurt yourself like please do not die <laughs> well how many times she did them like suicide dives used to do and everyone was like stop doing them we actually want to we don't want you to die <laughs> Like, I think she stopped them now, but I I still had that with Big E as well. It's like I I know this happened like maybe three or four years ago, but just don't do suicide dives anymore. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. We, we like incident. you, Big E. It's like we like yeah. we like you, Big E. We want you to stay. Please, just please stay alive. Yes. Don't do anything whiskey. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, what did this match have? I mean, it's just it's all uh, kinds a of good stuff. finish. Well, there's that. Well, I, I want to talk about the good stuff before the bad stuff. Okay. Be 
because as much as I wanted this rant about that that that, that finish was a complete clusterfuck and completely rubbish. <laughs> I mean, and over but, and overshadowed what they did, but yeah. But um, hey, you know. But yeah, I mean, it has good stuff. I mean, he had the um, what was it? What was it that really cool, like sort of power bomb sort of thing she did onto like the board on Sasha? That was quite cool on the outside. Um, yeah, there was quite a bit of that of throwing competitors into the plexiglass, but to us, that's smart use of environment. Yeah, well, it's it's there. It's probably more safer to do it that way. And obviously, because obviously mm-hmm. now it's got some of the land on, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about I was talking about counters of counters. You had that cool thing where they did the uh, superplex or the German or like, uh, Oscar was trying to do a German suplex or on mm-hmm. Sasha, and she so yeah. the cool thing she flipped. It was quite cool. She kind of like done the flip and like countered it. Mm. Yep. And then she's kind of, what was it, run to the run and done sort of that knee she does in the corner. But it was just like that kind of transition into that kind of like, she countered the, the super, super uh, suplex and then done mm. that was really good. Yeah, I just, it just like, mm. all the sort of thing where it's like, uh, was, I think she did another German suplex on the um, on the ropes on the side and it sort of chucked her in and sort of like went into an Oscar lock. Yep. Like that kind of stuff. So it, it, them kind of like, transitions I liked a lot there's a lot of good transitions into like sort of like you think she's got the upper hand and then obviously Oscar may like turn it around and sort of like just find a way to get the Oscar lock on or something like that but um, yeah I mean but again I mean as much as there was a lot of good in this we've got to talk about that finish we do have to talk about that finish that's the only thing I can think of which is really annoying because I'm trying to think off the top of my head I did have mental notes about elements I, uh, elements I enjoyed I mean we've already spoken about them and you mentioned a couple of them there and there are a few others but I can't remember because all I can think about is this is this finish they could have put this out a hell of a lot better as well <laughs> yeah uh, they, they, they really could have done um, obviously like you don't want Asuka say like tapping out like that. that's like a no-no um, like a roll up would have been like sufficient I think or just Clocking Asuka with the with the belt, and then that face cup on that Bailey does like potentially working as well. Bailey doing the doing the pins like just because you're wearing a referee shirt, really? Um, it's, it's, it's not legit. It's not legit. I mean, I mean, I it, think no. I th- well, obviously, it's not. But it's just like the way they were sort of like acting shocks. Like, oh, well, is that legal? It's like no, it's not legal. She's not a ref. <laughs> But then they rang the bell. It's like, don't, don't ring the bell. It's it's like, no. what, what are you trying to do? It's, it's like, <laughs> I mean, the whole situation, we had the bit where was nearly here where you had like sort of like mm. the usual sort of like, you know, near the end, looks like Oscar's going to win it. Chat the bell in. Do the whole thing where it's sort of like, you know, the, the ref is distracted by like Bailey, you know, and mm-hmm. then she's got the belt. And then when that didn't work, it's sort of like distract the ref. Um or if that didn't work, and then you've got Oscar doing the whole good setting up for the green mist. I thought that was going to be it, uh, sort of come up, mm. but yeah. obviously she countered that. Poor ref got yeah. mist in his eyes. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> or if they had, um, or if that happened, like the spray happens to the referee, uh, Oscar goes down. Uh, you can still get caught by the belt. Sasha goes for the pin. Oh, she's got it one, but the referee rings the bell. Disqualification. Sasha and Bailey go eight. Sasha and Bailey will go ape shit. Go, no, we had the pin. We had the pin. <laughs> and then they just demand rematch, rematch, rematch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all you could do, like, I thought when he done the miss thing, when Oscar missed the ref, 
Yeah. I'm sure that's got that's a DQ. Attack the ref. That that would be yeah, it that would be a DQ. Um but the it's not like the heel uh winning that way. because the face did it, the heels who cheated earlier on that night, um they they get some kind of comeuppance. They feel like they've been like absolutely screwed out. And the, the, yeah. the reaction from Bailey and Sasha would have been glorious, like harassing the referee yeah. who can't fucking see. <laughs> Just leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> and also, and also, and also, it could have started a whole like sort of maybe story life. Want to keep that sort of yeah. Oscar, not Oscar, oh, um, Sasha Banks and Bailey turn on each other. You can always, you can always go like Sasha Banks saying, I "Had that match won? I had mm. that match won until you got mm. involved." Yeah. Or, 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 yeah, it's just like all kinds of variations. And then it's like she took, to, yeah, took the shirt off the guy, or the ref, put yeah. it on, done the pin. And everyone's like, yeah. okay, what's going on? And then it's like, everyone's like, okay, she must be champs. Like, no, she's not. It's not legit. Why does this need to be controversial? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just don't get it. I just, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it's like they didn't know how to finish it. So they kind of, they went for the cheap, screwy finish. Yeah. I, I mean, I can under, I mean, I can understand why Paul Heyman, um, like say, running in and counting the one, two, three for Rob Van Dam to win the WWE Championship, because he's sort he's sort of an official, sort of a manager, so he has that kind of authority. Um, well, he runs the co- he runs the company. <laughs> it's yeah, like, the guy's in charge. It's like that's why it makes sense. Yeah, uh, but it's like um, Bailey's got no power whatsoever, so no. she shouldn't. Be, so no. Um, but I thought he, I thought she had the goal, had the power. But no, not quite. <laughs> not that no, kind of power. <laughs> no, you have the power that everyone's eye on you, spotlights on you, but yeah. not that you can do your own counts and all that kind of stuff yeah. to win matches. I mean, I, it's just, it's like it, it, it's mm. bad and controversy in the worst possible way. I know that good controversy can be like mm. in wrestling can be good um, and can make you want to watch the the show the night after. Mm. but in this case it doesn't because why am it derail sort of Oscar's sort of like you know goodwill she's got from um, obviously Becky Lynch like sort of handing her the keys and sort of like giving her mm-hmm. like she's passing the torch to her yep and she and it sort of like derails her because it's like well she's now lost the title mm-hmm. in what two three months since that yep in some rubbish fashion mm. and also it doesn't in some ways it doesn't make sense for Sasha Banks to win the title or have the title because then it was more of a story going on mm. with if again if Sa- again if Sasha is loses the opportunity mm. to beat Oscar because of Bailey would have been more of a story yeah. could have built on that but they went for this um, not a fan it's I could say it spoils it really I mean it's as you said it's a, yeah great great stuff but just mm. yeah they always say you can always have a good mm. a good it's like in a film is that you have all the film's great, but if you don't land the finish, the ending, yeah. it can ruin the whole thing. Absolutely. And in this case, it's 100%. Yeah, I think it ruins mm. it. And that's really sad because this was going, mm. this is really good. It's really mm. going well. I can think of one positive. We get a Oscar and Sasha Banks rematch. Yeah, I've got about, in my like, nice little, um, you know, pre-prep notes, I did put that saying on the plus side. At least we're getting At least one. we get this. Yeah. There's better ways to set that up, mate. Seriously, I mean, for I, how many times we've done this over the last what three years now? We've said, oh, I like that, but they could have set that up better. They could have done that yeah. better. Mm-hmm. I, I want. Can I have a time when I just like I, I watch this match and say, you know what? That was I like that finish. That was a really good finish. 
Ah, good God. But yeah, I mean, again, it's a really good thing, I guess, um, I guess unless we have a thing on war, obviously, prior to this recording, obviously, war hasn't happened yet. It's um, no. the thing where it's like a title match on war and Oscar wins it back or something, or like uh, the authority or whoever's in charge says, mm-hmm. no, give her mm-hmm. back the title or something stupid like that. Yep. Uh, but or let's go. Oh, actually, the, the title's vacant. It's like, wait, Oscar never lost the championship. No, she didn't. The match technically didn't finish in some no. ways because no, no official. It's still going on. <laughs> <laughs> the longest war women's championship match of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Maven. I think Maven's still in the 2002 Royal Rumble. <laughs> so, well, we, what, was, what was it? The Curtis Axel. Well, is he still in the Royal Rumble as well? I think he got thrown out um, a couple of years after, so I think that storyline ended. I'm not quite sure, but I, oh. I, I, as far as I'm aware, Maven's still in the still in the Rumble. <laughs> oh god, I love that. But um, yeah, so rubbish. Uh, good match. Great. You could say probably possibly a great match until the ending. So yeah, but oh well. If you get if you get, if, it, if the next match they don't screw up in the rematch, if there's gonna be there's gonna be a rematch. It's funny enough, there's no SummerSlams coming up, so. Yeah. If they just keep that without having stupid endings like this, then yep. I'll be okay with it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, rubbish ending. But yeah, so yeah. So now we go on to the um, WWE Championship match, uh, where uh, you had was it uh, Drew McIntyre going against um, the, we normally don't want in matches like this. Uh, Drew uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. I mean, yeah. I mean. Normally, I have a problem with this, but again, there was story there in some ways because obviously they used to be partners. There's yes, there's that to it, but there's the problem of um, someone just asking for a title match without actually having like not earned anything. Like constantly lost, 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 or been away for ages. We only have to look, but we have to look at his last world title feud against um, Kofi Kingston. His whole thing was, "It should have been me," like, but you weren't here. It should have been me, yeah, but you were not here. You didn't. You've done nothing. Yeah. What's the story in this one? Oh, you owe your success to. What the funny things about him? My, yeah. Your success is because of me. It's like. It's like um. Yeah, I don't no. remember you helping me eliminate Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble, eliminate Reigns from the Rumble to go into WrestleMania, and then beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I don't remember you playing a part in that. Oh, yeah, because you weren't there again. <laughs> Just disappeared. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not it's the oldest trick in the book, isn't it, when you've got a mentor-mentee type situation with these wrestling. Yeah. Well, you're big because I brought you here, because I made you, yeah. and... I mean, that, so all your yeah. success and all the talent is because of me. It's like... Yeah, yeah but... Nah, no Dolph. Like, I mean, the cool. I mean, the only thing take away the sort of like when you think if you don't if you're bored of Dolph Ziggler, the kind of feeling yeah. that going into this match you didn't know what the stipulation was, kind of gave it some sort of like you wanted to see it. I mean, it was it was a good idea. I liked it. Uh, sort of uh, Drew so confident that he could beat the Ziggler that yep. he just said, "You pick the match. I'll beat mm-hmm. you anyway." That, I think again, it's that's really good because obviously it just really. Again, it gives it wants you. It, it kind of like as much as you don't want to see Dolph Ziggler in some matches, you still gives you that kind of feeling. Like, okay, I have got to watch this just to see what the match might be. Yeah, um, if I was Dolph, maybe I would have gone for like a ladder match, maybe. But yeah, the, the stipulation worked. Um, you've got to have it's an extreme rules pay for you. You've got to have an extreme rules match. We didn't have it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the added the added stipulation of 
Drew was not allowed to use weaponry. Uh, otherwise, he'd be uh, disqualified and lose the title. He could also lose the title by countout. Yep, that's smart for, from Ziggler. Um, well, it's like, wasn't that what a heel would do? If you're a heel and you can choose yep. any, any match stipulation you wanted, yeah. wouldn't you do that? That's exactly what a good heel would do. Yeah. That's what um, that's what Regal was doing, uh, Duchess of Queensbury rules. Just make up the rules as you go along to, to suit you, to fit you. <laughs> oh, God, i got to talk about that. I've got to watch that match again. Again, we talk about Mr. Regal. We love Mr. Regal. Oh yeah, we do. I mean, I got worse that because I do love that kind of thing. Like he, he thinks he wins, and then all of a sudden, like, oh no, that is not due to Queensberry rules. That does not count. It's like you yeah. bastard. <laughs> I gotta go back to that. I might watch that after we do this review again. That'd be, that'd yeah. be good to watch. Anyway, but yeah, so I, I, I loved that. I mean, my first reaction was like, mm. it was like when he said it's going to be an extreme rules match. And like, I was like, oh, that's original. Oh. Um, and yeah. then he's like, so oh, but only, only I can, only I can use it. Um, only the stipulation only works for me, not you. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually really smart. It's actually really yep. cool. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 to be fair, it's like it's a really good match. It was like because it's like the storytelling is brilliant because it's like Dolph is basically he can do anything he wants. Yeah, and Drew was sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah, he got the chair off Ziggler. He's like, I can't hit him with a chair. He got. Yep. He tries. There's a table set up. He, he tries to suplex him on the outside. Can't slam mm. him for the table. It's like yep. it makes him. It, in some sense, it's like from the get go, it's the old. The heel has all the power. The face has is in a slight disadvantage. Mm. Yep. And it just made for an interesting contest, I would say. And it's just um, you you kind of thought like would would all this um stat all this odd stacked against Ziggler, uh, Drew mm. McIntyre would it eventually like be too much for him? Obviously, no. I mean, the many years thought, no, Dolph's not winning the WWE title. Yeah. But it was too fun. It was really, again, I, I've been saying that a lot for this review. It's like, it, just, mm. it was just fun. Uh, there's only two real things I would change. So first off, if someone just asked for the title match, you'd give it to them. I just find it completely lazy. Like, at least just, at least win a match. At least win a battle royal or something. What, the, the old number one, the old number one contender matches? Yeah, it, it, at least do something like that. It only takes one match, one week, nice and easy. Um, secondly, I'd love them to have done um, more with um, uh, Drew, like potentially like retaliating and using a weapon. Obviously, he wants it to be a surprise. Uh, but if they say mentioned it like in the build, saying, "Oh, I named stipulation, say the contract signing." Um, I mean, you could have added another bonus there as well. Um, where contract signing, yeah, he names a stipulation where in the match, if you get counted out, you lose the title. If you get disqualified, use the title. Also, before the match, uh, if you lay a finger on me or whatever, you will also lose the title. Um, and then Ziggler can just like T- taunt uh, him, start taunt him, taunt him. Yeah, uh, I mean, Drew is known as the Scottish psychopath. And yet we haven't really seen anything psychopathic about him yet, especially well, as, as a face, really. No, I get, I get that. I mean, I, again, I guess it's your it's opponent, I guess, that brings out the worst in you. Uh, but, exactly, yeah. But, I mean, well, I mean, we're talking about, what we just briefly here is like talking about Drew, like, it's like, I can't be honest, I, I think we said it before last time we talked mm-hmm. about his, when we watched the last time, actually, it's like, I'm really being impressed by I the have. ways the way they've booked him and the way he's been yeah. in like I haven't seen yeah, I haven't seen a bad title match yet he hasn't had a bad title match um, 
not at all. He's doing a, a great job, as I thought he would be. Um, it's a nice change. Hop- yeah, it makes a nice change. Um, and he's going against like credible opponents or people he's like history with. That match with Bobby Lashley for okay, well Drew's going to win. There's no way going to put on Lashley, but um, they include the element of like injury and the surprise attack beforehand with the the full Nelson. Um, yeah, they, they're really making it work. I'm really impressed with uh, what Drew's doing, but also what WWE are doing with it as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm just nobody because nobody have the like new stars. You you, you expect a certain level of booking from WWE, or mm-hmm. like or the old kiss of death when you win the title. Yeah. Um, they just forget about you and not book you well. Um, but in this case, it's just like... I, I think it's been such a long time since I've seen a WWE champion that has been booked. Like, And, and actually, you look at him going, damn, that's, he deserves to be champion. It's like, yeah, he's been booked like he is a champion. Yeah, he looks a million dollars as well. Yeah, I mean... He I looks have, great. I haven't seen anyone like that. Well, I mean, even... We love... It's like the Kofi situation. It's like, we love that he won it, but they never treated him like he was a WWE champion. In the sense of like the way he booked no. it, in this case, just like yeah, like Seth, the Seth match was great. The Bobby Lashley match was surprisingly really good, mm-hmm. and then obviously this one was like you think, ah, oh, Dolph Ziggler, but you forget Depends Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler actually is pretty good in the ring. Uh, of course, the reason we don't yeah. like Dolph because he's like the stop-start pushes, and it's just like his yeah. time has gone past him by, yeah. so his, his credibility's gone down the toilet. But I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just like you forget he's one. He's a great seller. The guy is like yep. he can sell like you know tomorrow. You can see why people are sitting there say, for years saying he's like Shawn Michaels sort of like thing because he's like Shawn Michaels can sell too properly well. Yep. But yeah, we forget how good Dolph is a good in the ring and he is kind of like a good at the moment. It is time to create enhancement talent. So sort of like you put him against someone and he always makes them look good. And in this case, he did. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, okay, I got to talk about that. Oh, I love that finish. That finish with the whole thing. We just about to do the super kick, and he ran right into a claymore kick. Yeah, I mean that looked oh lovely, lovely, loving that. It's it's desperation. Uh, it, it sells. I mean, the claymore's protected kind of anyway. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the the countdown, as I mentioned before. Three, two, one. I like it when it's just like an RKO, bang, just out of nowhere. You can just hit it. Yeah. I love how it always is. It's, it's, why, it's why the RKO is so popular because yeah. everyone's just like, oh, yeah. boom, it's, it hits out of nowhere. It, they came at each other at velocity as well. They looked good. It looked great. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's fine. Uh, funny thing is, it's refreshing when you've had like a show that's had a bit of um, <laughs> interesting finishes. Um, yep. It was actually nice to see a finish. It's like, damn, that was a nice finish. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, again, it's, strip this back again, it's, yeah, this is really good. I mean, it seems to be, as much as I want to go and just rant how boring or rubbish this show is, I don't think it is. But it's really—I I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's like world class or anything, but it's like—it's just fun. It's just mm-hmm. like the matches were good quality, and yeah. it was enjoyable to watch. And this was another example of that. It's just like mm-hmm. stipulate—they—they they, a nice little twist on the stipulation. I haven't seen that before in a while, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, it it lent towards interesting story. Um, it put drop it. it perfect example of the heel and the face situation where like the heel has all the power the face is always a disadvantage and he still wins yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah and it just proves that Dolph it, uh, with Drew I mean is um, mm. yeah it's just a great he's turning into a really they could if they finally have may have found that guy that can um, yeah. finally be the face that when the fans come back I think the fans will be totally behind him yeah they might have finally found that guy they may have done 
this is that well it's been written, i guess written in stone i guess for a while like drew was gonna come back um he was gonna better himself and he did he came back with, with Dolph, looked great uh well nxt beforehand had a great run there teasing like his potential unfortunately there was an injury which sidetracked him which happened to be a happy accident especially for andrade because that showcased him yeah yeah it's i'm really happy for drew especially he's doing such a good job yeah it's just it's, it's just in a company that's like known for like completely botching and screwing up pretty much every push there yeah. is <laughs> most of the time anyway it's just refreshing to see someone they're pushing and it actually just it it feels like they're doing right by him yeah and especially in a pandemic um when sort of like i guess when it's like no fans you kind of kind of judge if he's if it's going well for him mm-hmm. but i i i'm optimistic when the, when the fans can come back that they're going to be fully behind him and yeah it'd be fine it'd be fine nice to have a champion or sort of like a super staking believing again and sort of like mm-hmm. oh yeah and actually book him well but um yeah loved it loving this loving juice one at the moment so please yeah. more of the more of the same please who who does he go against next do you reckon ah uh, that's a good point <laughs> um i mean the only thing i mean the only thing i can think of just because obviously mm-hmm. some um summer slams rolling along and yep. obviously i got a feel that with the ray mysterio thing they're gonna be that's gonna drag down for a couple of months um mm-hmm. i mean i know they've already done a match with seth mm-hmm. but you could it's summer slams like it's kind of a or the biggest part of the summer type stuff. So maybe have him against Seth because you know he can do, and he can sort yeah. of Seth can sort of say, "Yeah, I've lost that match, mm. but like the old like the old saying, well, I know I can beat you." Or like, kind of mm. like, I've um, I've got rid of a distraction I've had with Ray. Now I can focus yeah. back on getting that title I want. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I can see that happening. I mean, again, you got was it Kevin? You can do Kevin Owens, but again, that it, it would feel kind of rushed. Um, I think Seth's the only one that's been pushed consistently that would be credible to keep that kind of mm-hmm. run, good run going for Drew to have good opponents. Yeah. So I would say Seth, but mm-hmm. I can't... F- uh, any, any, anybody else you think? The top head? I'd like them to do a... It could be a nice disciplined kind of fight of them uh, Drew against Aster Black. They've got some similarities. They're, they're very disciplined, but they can be really aggressive. They've got some great strikes. Uh, and they've got two finishes where you hit it, boom, that's it, game over. Yeah, I mean, again, but again, with that situation, it's more of, again, building him up to sort of be a credible threat. If it yeah. was just a one-on-one match mm. where it's just like, not the title's not on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally love I love that. But it's just like, again, it's, it's booking, it's booking. Credible In threats. all honesty, what, what's most likely going to happen because of the injury to Edge, and they're doing an angle with... Uh, Orton and Big Show uh, on Raw. They, I wouldn't be surprised if they put Drew against Orton. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but then again, I wouldn't be totally against it either, because it's like mm. I have. I think in this situation, Drew has sort of like hurt myself to trust that he can sort of make this match mm. good. And Randy Orton can, if with the right kind of, mm. kind of right kind of style, like right kind of person. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, I think, yeah, I, I could see. I'm just happy with Drew at the moment. So I think he could make mm. this a Randy Orton match work. I would say. Yeah. And it's the and it's like you got Randy Orton and Seth Rollins. I think the only ones that I think's been booked to be credible mm-hmm. that could really take on that title. I mean, again, I'm I'm coming from a situation now. I don't watch Raw SmackDown, so mm. or War, but I can kind of guess from like stuff I've watched uh, that they're the only two that's yeah. like credible. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say uh, you. 
Randy Orton or Seth, I guess, as you said. So, yeah. Now, yes. Now we get to the um, main event. The main event. Um, mm. And what a shocker! It's another cinematic match. There's always one. Yes. Um, and what a shocker! It's an. It's a. Um, yes, it's the Wyatt Swamp mat fight or match, whatever mm. you want to call it. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's kind of a fight, really. It's not a match, but we're going to count it as a match uh, yeah. between obviously Universal Champion uh, Braun Strowman and um, yeah. the uh, Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. The, and the Universal title is not on the line. Yes, that was a um, good choice because obviously this this rivalry is not about the title anyway. So, no. uh, but yeah, I mean, again, cinematic match, another one. Um, it seems to be like the f- uh, our worst fears will re- are being realised here where they're doing too many of these matches. We're yeah. sat, but again, it's like, what was your what, what what's your thoughts on this one? I mean, it's like we can go through each bit, mm. but I'm just like the overall mm. thoughts first, just because it's fake. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna I was trying to write stuff about this, but I just couldn't I, I couldn't get my head around it. It's like, what what was I watching? Uh, I'd liked some of the mind game kind of elements. Um, I, I would have quite liked if they just did a Firefly Funhouse because if you do a Firefly Funhouse, yeah, it's not technically a match but it's more of like a character study and like i'm going back in time and then taking him into the swamp uh obviously taking him out of his comfort zone um i enjoyed um particularly when he was looking at himself um like the old version of himself wearing the mask and knocks him out with the shovel um what they did with alexa bliss that was a nice little callback as well yeah it was nice yeah yeah I, I enjoyed that. Uh, there was quite a bit of rambling uh, from uh, Bray when Braun Strowman was tied down by the chains. Thought yeah, that went yeah. a little bit too long. There's beating up lots of goons. I'm not quite sure um, um, what who, who the goons were. He set one of them on fire, um, and it, it was a it was a very strange reaction. Yeah, I th- um, yeah. It's like sort of like he's evil. Like, hey, you're on fire. It's like yeah. okay, you're the you're the good guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's just again, it's like when it comes to Bray White, he kind of has mm. his kind of like when it comes to cinematic matches, it's the same stuff. It's mind games. It's kind of like looking at a character, mm. and he kind of had these moments in this match. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. I mean the bit with the whole like cats uh, caught him and had the bit with the mm. um, tied up and obviously doing the rants, mm. sort of like creative you. Um, I'm so proud of you. If you just mm. join me again, we can you know take over this place and that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean I like that I, I can see it went a bit longer than it probably should but it's like mm-hmm. I don't I've never I can't get enough of um, Bray Wyatt just promoing so oh. I mean it's it's obvious in this match that they they had heavy influence over like you know 80s horror films yeah they said as well I think uh, that Vince McMahon had no input which I think was evident <laughs> yeah it didn't have anything ridiculous well, well it did have stuff ridiculous but it just it, it didn't have anything yeah. goofy in my opinion, anyway. But yeah, no, there, there was like cliche horror, like, oh, Bray's gone. He's not in the boat anymore. Oh, surprise. Uh, Bray is thrown into the swamp. Bray goes, it's over. And then you've got the little logo, the credit logo at the end. No, it's not. We've been here. We've done that. It's not the end. Surprise, surprise. Bray Wyatt pops up Mandible Claw out of the water and the fight continues. Well, the fight, the old fight, the old, um, I got a bit off with the bolt bit, with the bit when like, he was in the bolt and then he went back. I was like, I was thinking, are they going to do a Friday the 13th on us? The bit with the, yeah. Because I think it had a whole this 80s horror film. It's like, that's one of the most iconic f- pictures when he's mm. in the boat and then he thought, yeah. he, he thought, oh, he's, um, oh, he's, they've got him. And then all of a sudden he comes out of the water and grabs him and it's like, mm. 
and then he did it right at the end. It was like, oh, okay, yes. But yeah. I can't be honest. Like between the theme came out, I was like, so did technically Bray win? I'm I'm guessing so. Win um, by win by murder. That's a new one. Win by drowning. Um, <laughs> is that swamp like the kind of lake of reincarnation? Um, like does Braun come back as the as the hero as the monster? Now I, I was kind of like I gotta be honest. I kind of um, I kind of want to. S- Maybe it's just me. I just want. I love. I love a kind of story where it's just like Bray sort of like convinces him, or like sort of brainwashes him to come back, and yeah. like they they team up with like, because um, you can you can still use the sort of like um sort of the Bray White the sort of happy go lucky kind of like Bray White like kids like mm-hmm. sort of presenter type thing, and Braun can just be like sort of the old Braun, mm-hmm. where it's like but he's yeah. so like hypnotic or something. They've found a way to brainwash him or something. Because, because yeah. then I don't know. It just a, it's a, it's it could have been a long term storyline type thing. Yeah, I see like a, poten- a potential kind of element with uh, say it's a Firefly Funhouse. You know, you've got all the characters, um, and so you've got like a closet or a cupboard, like a door. It's like no, we don't we don't go in that door. You you don't want to go in there, and it's just implied that Braun's down there and he's mad. He's very, very angry. He's basically being locked up in a dungeon. <laughs> well, pretty much. Well, that would be cool because it's like, again, it's just like we dragged the story. Because some people, I mean, I see some things like some say this, like this don't like this story. It's like this, this yeah. the feud. I'm loving it uh, because it's got so much. Uh, what is the word meat with it? Like meat. Like it has a lot of like. There's a lot of stuff. It's got, got history. It's with got it. context. And I loved what they did with the Five Five on the House at WrestleMania with John Cena. I thought it was perfect. I mean, that was polarizing as well. It wasn't a match. It wasn't this, but it did everything um, that that you wanted as a, as, a, as a hardcore wrestling fan. This happened. This happened. We're pissed off that this happened. Oh, they've referenced that. Oh, they've referenced that as well. That's brilliant. Oh, that's a nice little dig. Um, uh, going back to digs, actually, uh, in the promo to the uh, yeah, I was in, sorry, yeah. In, in the match with. Uh, Bray Wyatt doing like a, this spooky kind of vampire scientist kind of character. He's showing you something really horrifying. And it goes back to two weeks ago when I had that god awful karaoke contest. <laughs> and, and I think, yeah, I love that. And he's like, I, I, I saw what you did. I know what you did. And I don't like it. And it's just like. Yeah. Naughty <laughs> rambling rabbit. <laughs> I, I got I, I give I give him credit for that. He took the mick. They understood that that, that thing was god awful. Yeah. And he took the mick out of it. That's quite good. Yeah. I like that. But. Yeah. Yeah, but what I don't know. This like, has some again. It has everything you have in like these kind of brave right sewer matchup matches. Look at the past, mind games, character studies on people. But I don't know if it felt short. It it was though, especially when you as I mentioned earlier, the match was rumored to be about half an hour long. It ran for eighteen minutes, something like that. It should have been. I I know some people. Have like, oh, I don't want a match, but it's like there was so much more they can do. It's, of this yeah they seem, I don't know if they cut uh, a lot of stuff out I don't know if it's yeah there, there are moments in like Braun's story they could have like, things that may have like haunted Braun or things that he's done like for example they could have done um, I think there was a moment like, like towards the end when they had the, the children in the like the creepy children uh, at the end there like one of them could have been Nicholas maybe um, oh that oh that, that's proper oh yeah. damn it that would have been that's proper dark that or, or imagine on, on, or imagine on the boat where uh, Bray Wyatt, he's on the boat, he floats away and he comes back. It's like, oh, he's gone, but he's not gone. 
Nicholas is in the boat, but it's like the corpse of Nicholas. Like, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's next level yeah. dark, mate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think for me, it's just it's just nice to see that Bray White again. I mean, yeah. I can't, I kind of like the whole thing. It's like at the moment, it's just like he's, um, he's. Obviously, I like the put with the promo stuff. It was like he was going up talking about. It. It's like I don't. I'm not going to go back there again. And I kind of yep. like that. It kind of insinuated that he's been. He found his way to get released from the back of the mind. Yeah. Of like mm-hmm. the uh, the old Bray White. Uh, was it this new Bray White? Where it's like he's he's found a way to like he's he's subconscious to come back, and he's like I'm never going back. But obviously he did. But I kind of like that. It just shows that like, again Bray White's character has got so many layers. The guy's basically a schizophrenic that's got multiple personalities yes and then, and it sounds really sick i love it i love every minute of it it's got i when was the last time we had a character this depth this this much depth um depth is the word i'm looking for i don't know can't think off the top of my head probably the undertaker i undertaker i guess yeah it's just it's got it's kind of embracing sort of like it's yeah. like it's kind of got i think about it got like it's got like kind of the mick foley in some ways because it's like it's got multiple characters uh, mm-hmm. But they kind of um, they acknowledge them all. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, thought was it Mick Foley? The same thing. It's like he's had three mm-hmm. different like character: Jack, Jude mm-hmm. Love, and obviously Mick Foley or Mankind. I mean, and it's sort of like um, that they acknowledge it. And this one, it does. I I just like that. It sort of it proves that the guy's like the kind of um, he's been trapped in the back of his mind. Mm. I just love it. So, but it's only a little thing. But it, it was it. It should have been longer, and yeah. there, there was more to ex- there was more to explore of Braun, I think. Yeah, I got to be interesting. So, mm. so he's dead, right? He's he just technically got drowned by, and he's no one to be seen. I mean, we'll see you next week on SmackDown. Oh, excuse d- me. Don't 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 Ooh. don't do a um don't do sort of like you know technically Undertaker killed AJ, and then a week later he's back, <laughs> and yeah. uh, th- there's yeah. no there's no effect, <laughs> and there's no effects. Of basically being buried alive. Nope. I mean, it's obviously setting up a fiend versus mm. Braun Strowman match at SummerSlam. Quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, again, the, the Braun probably will lose a title. That I wouldn't yep. be against again, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, again, it's just, it was it was better than the other cinematic matches I've seen in the last couple of months. Last month, month I or think. So. I think it was a hell of a lot better than the um, the parking lot brawl. I think probably either the parking lot brawl was the worst one, or um, the street profits against the Viking Raiders. But the street profits against Viking Raiders, it started off pretty well, and then ninjas on motorbikes appeared, and then it just got dumb. It what we had silly. It is unnecessarily silly. Um, where it's just like the old confused uh, if there was a cartoon there'd be all the confu- uh, the, the question marks at the top here going what what's going on yeah. here but um, yeah I mean this is back to form with when it comes to like the cinematic matches with like what I like about them mm-hmm. I mean all, the best I think the best cinematic matches I've seen WWE is obviously the Undertaker AJ um, mm-hmm. the John Cena Bray Wyatt one mm-hmm. and obviously this one yeah uh, but and you could well diff, different promotion obviously but the stadium stampede was a lot of fun oh yeah and I think I think that's up there like top two I would say top three yep. yeah definitely because that was uh, I want to go back to that again as well 
that was fun yeah. i love that as well but, mm-hmm. but yeah it's just i i, I know it's like a pandemic but they've seriously got to stop mm-hmm. putting these heavy light mic they've got to calm them down um mm-hmm. only use them for stuff like this when it kind of needs yeah. where it, like people can make them work build the gimmick you know make it work i mean money in the bank the concept of it's they've got to climb up the corporate ladder that worked um could they have pulled off a hell of a lot better yeah it was too fun the house perfect uh boneyard match yep that worked as well the the swamp gimmick worked i think it had a lot more potential uh, a lot more to explore with uh braun's backstory and not just with bray wyatt but his career i mean look at braun he was booked like a monster like everyone loved him we didn't want reigns um they could have pulled the trigger on him so many times and they never did and then everyone lost hope in braun they could they could that could have been a way of kind of convincing him to turn yeah i mean i don't know it's just little little things but yeah but yeah i mean i was just um there has been better of these cinematic matches but this is definitely kind of better than the ones they've had before uh, previously Better but, than their last two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I guess, and so um, it was nice to know you, Braun. Um, um, so, so to we'll see, see you next week on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. You'll just say, well, I found, I do do the old, um, mm. I guess, and they're using the whole, um, the old thing they do in horror or any film. If you don't see mm. them die, they probably found a way mm. to live, found a way to yeah. get it. So it'd be like, well, what you didn't know is I found a way, there was a, I found there was a boat nearby or like a float and I found a way to swim or something yep. like that. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, that was the end of I always forget it was called The Horror Show Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um yeah, so again, we we'll obviously wrap this up because obviously it's been yep. what well, it's quite like what 10 o'clock now so mm. in while well, recording this anyway. So mm. um yeah, overall so like we'll wrap it up. So overall about this uh, Extreme what was you, what was your thoughts? Do you think it was a good show or do you think it was a mess show? I think it was an okay show. Um one or two like bookings, um, especially Raw Women's Championship, uh, was probably the biggest kind of downside. Um, the, the US title match was just a waste of time. It wasn't even a match. Um, Drew against Dolph, um, they they worked. I, I guess something with it. Uh, eye for an eye, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. It was okay if you if you just had the the match element, um, just the extreme rules and them trying to uh, gouge out the eye rather than having the stipulation. The first two matches were great. Uh, they were fun. Good ways to start the show. The Swamp match, again, could have been better, but could have been a hell of a lot worse. And it was about two and a half hours. So it was well-paced, I thought. Yeah. If they can if they can stick to that. Yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think for me, I was just like, maybe it's because I'm just so used to bad shows. Mm. It's just like, I, I, I enjoyed this show. I mean, obviously, mm. it's just like... There was like we've got a small little influence about the finishes and kind yeah. of like the stipulations and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's like the first t- tag team match that was enjoyable. The sm- uh, SmackDown Women's One Bailey and Nikki Cross really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had oh, what's it? You had yeah, they had the Drew was with uh, Drew and uh, Dolph Ziggler. I loved the stipulation on that and sort of the way yeah. they used it. Uh, obviously, the the war war uh, the war women's match was great until the finish where they completely for my opinion ruined it mm-hmm. um and yeah and the um, swamp match for white swamp match was yeah it was it was fun it was good it was um interesting it just uh, needed more time and it could explode a bit more yeah. but yeah i mean i think it's for what for going in every pay-per-view pay-per-view with the most lowest expectations known to man yeah um it was um this is another one examples where going in with low expectations and coming out going you know what that was good i'm glad i stayed up for that 
I'm glad yeah. I stayed that was okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for the standard of level that we expect from WWE, that was considered a good show, I would say. In, yeah. my, in my opinion. Obviously, some people say it's boring yeah. and rubbish, but that's... If, if you read Twitter, everyone's mad. Everyone hates it. I don't think... I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. I mean, it's it's not exactly hell in the cell last year. It's not it's not like Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabia. Ba- no, I can't even say Saudi Arabia because I don't want to bring it up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about those ever again. It's, it, there, no. there's, there's a rule: we can't talk about Saudi Arabia ever again. Yeah. Every time, well, we- that, that, I, I guess that's the positive again uh, about coronavirus: no Saudi shows. Oh, thank God. God awful, um, but I mean, yeah. But this was, I think, for some people, it's like when you take a standard of uh, pay per views we have at WWE and the kind of way they sort of do it, it was a very mm. solid and you know consistently good show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they could do hundred times better, but then you could say that about because it's like you don't want a good show with mm. WWE pay per views. You want mm. great, but mm. but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Again, again, it's not a show you go back to, <laughs> but. But it was like for what for a Sunday was it or for us in uh, Monday morning early Monday morning yeah uh, last little fix of two hour and half hour wrestling yeah, yeah. nothing offend nothing annoyed me as much um, nope. yeah it was fun I enjoyed it so would you want to put like a finish off with a nice grade like what kind of like out of ten or like a you know letter grade or uh, grade it um, I guess it's kind of exceeded I guess expectations so you could say B minus. Um, but then again, you could drop it down just to say C plus because there was again one match that was advertised didn't happen. But on the plus side, um, I, I wasn't really keen on that match anyway. MVP Apollo Cruz. No, I wasn't. Was that uh, list? Yeah, um, uh, just Sasha and like it's almost kind of like forgivable. I'd probably say B minus. Um, it is for I can sort of maybe forgive it because the match was really good with uh, uh, Sasha and Asuka, and we are getting we're probably going to get that rematch. Yeah, but it exceeded expectations, and it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, so so I'll give WWE credit there. Yeah, so it's just it's just it kept uh, steady to ship, as they say. You yeah, know, just but yeah, I mean, I, so I I do like a was it a number grading because I want to be different. Um, uh, uh, say seven out of ten, I would say, because I I still think yeah, it, uh, it's around get, about that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like the show. I mean, I didn't, I just can't like the quality of the matching is like it was really it was really good. I mean, I can't, I can't nitpick mm. anything. None of the matches felt like I kind of say boring or like, oh my no. god, why is this on? Mm. Uh, the only reason they're kind of annoying because of the maybe the, the stipulation they picked or the finish mm. they chose. But when it comes to the overall quality of the wrestling, it's really top notch. Or like on like you know, good, it was a, like good standard. So yeah, seven out of ten for me. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. so that's it. We've we've, we've um. Well, we we haven't gone to like two and a half hours like we normally do with some views like this, but um, yeah, we've done no. a, we've done a good pace for this time. So yeah, well paced, I thought. Yes. So um, yeah, so obviously uh, we'll be we'll be back for uh, unless we do another like maybe pay per view or something, or we think of something else to do where we can review because mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back for obviously you think SummerSlams next week, uh, next at the end of next month. Uh, we've got NXT takeover the day before that as well, but we'll probably do a double whammy. Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah, well, that'd be. Oh, that's going to be uber long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun to chat about it. So, um, or I could just I'd use my editing whiz, uh, editing powers, and just like just chop it into make it into episodes because you know. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just that amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. cool. But. Shall we do uh, some plugging? 
before uh, we wrap this up. Yeah, I mean, do you want to start plugging your stuff? Because obviously you've got a lot of um, stuff going on at the moment, so... Uh, yep, so I currently write for What Culture. I do articles not only on wrestling, but also on TV, film, including documentaries. Um, and you can check out my articles. Just look at uh, or find my name, Joshua Plummer. That's two M's, no B. Uh, Joshua Plummer on What Culture. Uh, my most recent article, uh, I've done a Friends one. I've also done a uh, American Dad quiz. Uh, you can expect an Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, article. Um, very very soon as well as a, a quiz about uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, and I'll also come back for another wrestling one at some point as well ah oh, cool um, and obviously do you want to plug your obviously you think you do like live streaming at the moment aren't you I'm currently doing some live streaming uh, as I'm doing right now in fact hello everybody um, on an app called Likey which is similar to TikTok but uh I'm currently doing this paid opportunity, this paid promotion at the moment. If you'd like to know a little bit more, uh, contact me uh, at Joshua Plummer UK on Twitter or at Josh and Stu Pod, where you can also find out more details about our podcasts and other goings on. Uh, but yeah, if you want to know a little bit more about streaming and potentially get paid for it, yeah, drop me a line. You can also drop us an email at Josh and Stu Podcast at gmail.com. Stuart, over to you. What would you like to plug? Um, yeah, well, no, not, I mean, still got some stuff on there, so I mean, um, at the moment I've got, obviously, um, I've started off the whole uh, Best Match series I've been doing for the last, like, month, couple months, mm. uh, I've got two episodes, um, out already, uh, obviously looking at Chris Jericho, mm. it's always, mm-hmm. uh, looking at his li- library of great matches he's had over the years, um, mm. yeah, obviously, uh, w- that, that's released every Wednesday, around about 1pm, UK time, uh, so, uh, my plan to that be out on Wednesday, so keep an eye on our Twitter for that. Um, also, I've been uh, not not plugging stuff I'm doing, but just because um, uh, if you've seen it on Twitter, I've been um, trying out the old um, was it graphics and sort of like illustration, uh, as you've probably seen on Twitter. Uh, I've tried yeah. uh, tried uh, made put um, some new designs. We've got a, we've got a new logo. I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if if you, if it looks familiar, it is, but it's the old APA um, logo. Uh, that's really cool and obviously uh, there will be at some point probably next week a couple of weeks uh, a new retro review or my Stuart Irvine retro review series mm-hmm. so and I've got a new logo for that as well so uh, if you want to check that out go on our Instagram at the Josh and Stu Wrestling Podcast I've posted it on there uh, and I've I, it's, if you've seen it on Twitter I'm really proud of it it's really good it looks really nice um, it does look nice and I mean, it's um, I just it, it's, if you want if you ever want to try and do that, go on this thing called Canvas. Um, it's um, type it in Google. It's um, it's basically like graphics. It's basically graphic design type thing where you can just design your own logos and everything. And it's just ever since I found it, it's revolutionised me <laughs> when it comes to doing um, all kinds of stuff for our podcast because it's like we've got all these cool graphics now. So so yeah. So if you want to, you know checked out because i you know and let me know what you think of it that'd be awesome and yeah but i've got best match series coming out uh, wednesday so and as always there's always all kinds of other stuff that might be coming next couple of week but i don't want to reveal until i've got it all sorted so yeah mm. so um yeah i think we should um yeah wrap this up it's you know i mean 10 o'clock here in the uk while I'm recording this so i guess we all want to mm-hmm. you know maybe have some tea or something or you know relax so have some tea yeah, relax for a little bit. Have a nice early-ish night compared to the night we had last night. Stay up until three, four in the morning, whatever it was. 
Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I've been Stuart Irvine. I've been Joshua Plummer. Yep. And if if you don't see you beforehand, we'll see you back at SummerSlam. So everyone have a good, or in this case, evening. Have everyone have a good day. Bye bye. See you. Love you.